Hello and welcome, welcome to, to The, the Smut, Smut Show, Show, a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. Hello and welcome to The Smut Show. I'm Rachel. And I'm Neely, and Rachel looked so confused for a second. But hi, guys. I just had to think about it. us. We're here. Um, how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? We're both I, like I need to, slightly on the struggle bus. But it's we fun. are on the struggle bus. I need to talk about how um, I listened back to our episode with Peyton and Corinne today. Um, it aired today. And uh, first of all, I just wanted to listen back because I was like, we had so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do it again. Um, I already uh, messaged Peyton was like, you're coming back on the podcast. But Absolutely. I listened to it back and I was like, I'm going to listen to it back at 1.25 speed and see how that happens. And let me just tell you, we talk really fast in normal <laughs> speed. <laughs> 1.25, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a... Um, I was like pounding coffee and nervous energy pacing my house today. And my mom called me and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, just pacing. She's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I just like have to. And it's like the I'm fast just talking. Pacing. It's like, I just needed to move my body. Um, yeah. Rachel, should we talk? Oh, we should tell people what we're talking about tonight. Sorry, guys. Oh, um, <laughs> Maybe you read the title of the episode. Maybe the title of the episode tells you nothing about what we're talking about. Because we just don't know what the title is yet. Because you know what? We do that on the fly. But yeah, we do. what we will tell you is that we are going to talk about two different things tonight. One, we're going to talk about how we discovered new books and kind of like the trajectory in which we used to discover new books and how it has evolved over the years. Yes. Then we were texting today and we were like, you know what? There's some pop culture things that have to be talked about. So that, that we need to talk about. But they're very um, things I think you guys will want to hear about anyway. So a, a, a huge crossover, I would assume. I mean, if you've ever heard us talk about our Venn diagrams of smutty readers, this stuff yeah. is in there. Yeah. Um, and I think when we, we do episodes that are just us, sometimes it's like, okay, we we've talked for a long time about whatever it is. So here's something else fun. So today we're going to do a little pop culture check-in. But first, should we do ones and fives? We should. We should. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go first. Mine are probably not as intense. Um, my one star is that on Sunday, okay, so Charlotte gets carsick, usually mm. on like road trips. and um, But she's gotten carsick just on like short Dallas drives before. And we took the kids to Frisco. We live in Dallas. Frisco is a suburb like 30 minutes north. Um, and we took the kids to Frisco and we're driving back. And we're like in our, like in the alley, like driving in. And Charlotte Ugh. starts crying. And I'm like, I know my kids. And when sh- my kids start crying out of nowhere, they're about to throw up every single time. If there's just. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because it's like they're nauseous and they don't know what it yeah. means. Leah yeah. can usually tell us now. But Charlotte, like I looked at her and she was like this, Rachel. She was like. And no. I, was like, I was like, Charlotte, what hurts? And she points to her mouth and I was like, Andrew, get her out of the car. Get her out of the car. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I mean, we like pull into the driveway and Andrew just like pulls her out of the car. We walk into the house and she just throws up everywhere. And I was like, well, it wasn't in my car for once. She's thrown up yeah. in my car like four times. It's awful. That is the worst to get out to. It is cleaning puke out of a car seat is like some sort of next level hell. Just that I literally can't burn the car seat. Um. But I th- so like at first I was like oh god does she have a stomach bug but I'm like ninety nine percent sure she was car sick um, yeah she threw up once and was fine after and then yeah. ate dinner and was fine um, but then yesterday I get a call from school at like twelve thirty and I was like you see the school's name pop up and you're just and like, you're like are you kidding me see the thing is is with my kids more often than not it is an injury not a sickness so um because um, like you know she's had a concussion in school before things have happened liam got oh teeth knocked out at school like we're just <sighs> i don't ugh, that story for a different day guys yeah um, and yeah that's how liam lost his two front teeth originally but i know so it hurts fun. me um, it hurts it hurt me yeah and it yeah pretty sure it hurt him too um no kidding but so her teacher was like, yeah, like Charlotte has a mild fever. It's like 99.1. And I'm like, 
Okay. Cool. Like, do I have do to come get her? <laughs> She's like, her cheeks are really red. I'm like, do I need to come get her? She's like, you probably should. I was like, okay. So I go get her. She skips to the door. Yes. I hate her. when they Just do that. Skipping to the door. We get inside the house. She's skipping around the house. Asking for snacks. Yeah. Running around in circles. I'm like, you're fine. Yeah. You're you're yeah. literally fine. Now, yeah. three hours later, her ears were bright red. And I was like, oh, shit. You have an ear infection. I was like, mm. something is amiss. So I took her to urgent care at 530 yesterday. No COVID, no flu, no strep, none of, no RSV. Fluid in her ears because she has a sinus infection. So Ooh. blessing in disguise. Yeah. Because we did get her on antibiotics and she is feeling a lot better today. But good. Anyway, that's my one star. Just the 24 hours of Charlotte. Seriously, It was a journey. Um, my five star is so ridiculous. And I promise life is good. Um, I'm obsessed with my fireplace. I know that okay, it's like. I saw that and I was like, what is even happening? So in our old house, our fireplace was in the playroom. So we just didn't get to enjoy oh, it a lot. Yeah. In our first house. Our fireplace, like, just didn't work very well, so we just didn't okay. use it, and it wasn't, like, pretty yeah. to look at. In this house, it is a beautiful fireplace to look yes. at. Yes. Our TV is mounted above it. It works and puts off lots of heat, and we literally have it on, like, all day, every day. And we have ours on a lot this year, too, um, which has been really it's nice. Also I really like it. so fucking cold the last it's two It's been weeks. horrible. I'm so mad about it. And for the last 48 hours, it's been raining. <laughs> So it uh, it showed me. So uh, Brian was flying back. I'm going to talk about this in a minute. But Brian was flying back um, from a work trip uh, on Sunday, and he took off late. And I was like, "What is there weather there?" And he was like, "No, there's not weather there." So I looked at the weather app for here, and it said snowing on Sunday night. And it was like 35 degrees, but it was snowing here apparently. So. I'm like, I'm so done with the like cold rain. It's not cold enough right now for it to be snow, but apparently it snowed and just didn't stick on Sunday night, Sunday night. Well, if they had missed school again for snow, I probably would have been set off. I would have rioted. So that's yeah. why I'm at with that. Absolutely not. Let's talk about your ones and fives. Okay, listen. So, like I just said, Brian was out of town last weekend, and he doesn't have to travel for work very often, which, like, thank goodness, because I am a baby. Like, I I can do... Rachel and I talked about this in a text. It's because Rachel and I are not. (laughs) Like, Rachel and I don't do the cooking. We're the husbands. We're the husbands. And so, when they leave us, we're like, oh... Oh, okay. And like, listen, I can't. Like, we survived. Okay, we. I, I would even say we thrived given the circumstances. Y'all watched so many good movies. We watched so many good movies. Like, we went Princess Diaries one and two, and we did Parent Trap. We'll talk about that in a minute too. Um. So overall, like, I know I I can do it. Obviously, like, I am a competent adult. I can take care of my children. But it is so much easier when you have a partner that does the work with you um, or like splits and you can tap out if you're just like overstimulated or whatever. So anyway, Brian doesn't travel very often and he leaves town Friday morning and I get a call like four hours later from the school. And it was that one of those things where the school number pops up and I was like, mine is every time the school calls me, my kids are sick. And so I was like, well, shit. And so she called and she's like, you know, Lainey's in the office. She's running a low-grade fever. Um, We need somebody to come pick her up. And I was like, I cannot come pick her up. So my parents went and picked her up, which like blessings, they're the best. They went and picked her up. My dad did. Took her back to their house. I was able to go get get her later. She went in for a sick visit. Comes back positive for fluby. I'm like, of freaking course. But I think it's, the, is that the more mild flu? That is the more mild one. So she came home so and of she. So if you're if you were to get a flu. If I was to get a flu, you would want flu B. So she comes home. At, first of all, at the doctor, she tested positive for flu. And that, and she was like, if she tests positive, we'll give her Tamiflu. Um, just so you know, with Tamiflu, it, they, it might make them throw up. And I was like. Cool, great. Um, and she goes, that happened to Liam when he was like four, but he just had it when he had the flu in December and was fine. 
Yeah. So they, she was like, if it does that, just discontinue. I was like, okay. And she goes, and there's like this really weird uh, side effect where they can get hallucinations. So if that happens, just discontinue. I was like, I would like my child to not have hallucinations. I love it. Okay. So it's like when you're watching commercials and they talk about medicine and they're like, <laughs> don't take this medicine if you're allergic to this medicine. No shit. No shit. No I was like, shit. So then I'm like debating, like, do I even give this to her? Like, because she is the queen of like the weird side effects. And I was like, I do not want her to have hallucinations. And like, I'm not going to do it. Anyway, I gave it to her. It was fine. Well, then today... And we make it through the weekend. She's bouncing off the walls by Saturday. Today, I get a phone call from the doctor. Hey, the strep culture just came back positive. So her flu was positive. That's her strep was positive. Delayed, by the way. It's a, they do it for like five to seven days. They like run the culture and keep checking it every day. Because I guess strep can grow that much. I don't know. I don't know. But that happens every time with them. Like. I feel like with Lainey, before she had her tonsils out, it would light up pretty immediately. But now she even had her tonsils out last summer. And now she's, this is the first time she's had strep since she got her tonsils out. Did she get her adenoids out too? She did. Yeah. I know. I was like, what the fuck? This is not supposed to happen. This is why we got our tonsils out. Liam, when he got tubes, still kept getting ear infections. I mean, like, you could see it because of the way it happens. Like, Yeah, it drains out. That's gross. Um. But I was like, isn't like that's the point of the two supposed to happen? Yeah. I was I was not pleased when she called today. I was not happy. And so now she's on antibiotics and Tamiflu, which I was like, can you just double check that that's even allowed? And she was like, yeah, you're good. Um, so that's my one star. I, my five star would be, I forgot to write it on here. So it looks really sad. That I know. I, I was looking star. at the thing and I was like, Rachel has no five stars. So. Listen, it's been kind of, it's been a rough week. But I would say my five star is that even uh, though Brian was gone, the girls did a pretty good job. Like all things considered, they were cooped up in the house all weekend because we I didn't want to take Lainey anywhere with the flu. Um but we got to watch movies, which was so much fun. And can I just talk about, I post this on my Instagram stories, but can like, we just take a moment and talk about Dennis Quaid in a The snap. Parent Trap? A straight up snap. I was like, like, and then the fact that Meredith is 26, I was like, 26? First of all, not what I looked like at 26. Second of no. all. I have, I mean, okay, I have, like, a lot of parent trap commentary just in general yeah. in my head. Um, yeah. I told you about how it's, like, Andrew's comfort movie, right? Yes, which I think is hilarious. Okay. So it's Andrew's comfort movie. So we watch parent trap a lot, okay? Like, a lot, a lot. And Andrew and I also got married on October 11th, which is their birthday yeah. in the movie. Yeah. That's not why we got married on October 11th. Sure. But I mean, it yeah. was definitely yeah. helped my case. Um, yeah. Who came up with this custody agreement? That is what I was about to say. Like, why? Why? why are they not, they're over here, like, wanting their parents to go back together. I'd be like, here's my therapy bill. I just found out I have yeah. a whole ass sister. Also, also, my mom chose my sister instead of me. Like, what? Like, did they what? flip a coin? Like, how did, were they, like, blind drawing, like, can spin you around imagine, in a circle like, and point to a baby? Your, like. Can you imagine Andrew taking one of your children and just never seeing them? No. Like, she birthed both those babies. Yeah, and it was twins. So, I mean, she probably had, like, kind of a hard pregnancy. And she was like, I guess I'll just keep one. And, like, her family was fine with it. And, like, nobody ever was just like, hey, we would like to see our other grandchild. (laughs) It just makes zero sense. So, every time I watch the movie, like, I know it's supposed to be this, like, cute, fun movie. And, like, we're all it's so dark no. when you look at it like this. it's so dark it's so it's dark so dark yeah this is why it hasn't been made again because people are like yeah. this ain't right no no it right. it's so wrong is yeah. it enjoyable of course if you if you of completely course. remove any realism from that movie yeah great great movie yeah um yeah. great but i mean dennis quaid on horseback and then that between that and chris pine in princess also, Diaries the mom too. the mom looks exactly like princess diana I like can't. Yeah, yeah. She, she is does. like so chic. Um, she yeah. died. That's I know. Wife. Mm-hmm. I know. So mm-hmm. sad. 
That was several years ago. Um, I know, but like but I can vividly remember it. It was a ski accident. I remember it where was. I was, which yeah, is weird. I remember it too. I don't like remember a lot of celebrity deaths and like no. where I was. And it's like a very peculiar one to stick out in your brain because it's not like she yeah. was like Michael Jackson or. Right, right. I don't know. Me, yeah. Heath Ledger, which I also remember where I was. <gasps> uh, so I'm still upset about it. We um, just watched 10 Things I Hate About You a couple of weeks Another one ago. of Andrew's comfort movies. <laughs> mm, so good. We watched that a so lot good. too. I'm telling you, yeah. Andrew and I have like six movies we rotate through. But um, yeah. And those are two of them. Uh, <laughs> and that's them. <laughs> but I. Yeah, Chris Pine is also a snack. Ugh, still so is. good. Still is a snack. Still is. Yeah, honestly, um, I, I love him so much. Unrelated to the podcast or anything, but it's right in front of me, and I just have to show Rachel um, the Is it your snacks? No, it's Charlotte's Valentine's. Oh. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, that's so cute. It's a Taylor Swift Valentine's. It's a Taylor Swift Valentine that says, you never go out of style, Valentine. Love, Charlotte. That's and adorable. I was like, yeah, no, that's happening. It's. It's randomly popped up on my TikTok or Instagram Look or something, at you. and I was like, You're so ahead of the curve, too. Convinced. Um, well, I have to be because we have option oh, yeah. than Liam's birthday than Valentine's Day. Yeah. So this is this is actually a three week period where I have to be on top of all of my shit because yeah. otherwise something will not happen. Something's Explain not going to happen. To me, how I listed my house for sale the week of the auction last year. I don't know. It popped up on my Facebook memories today, and I was like, was I okay? Like, No, you weren't. You were going through I it. Mental? Thank God we weren't doing this podcast then, because I yeah, straight seriously. up would have been in the fetal position. Yeah, um, yeah. We did, however, start this podcast right like, after that. A week later. Do you later, remember the yeah. first time coming to my house, and it was all in boxes? Yeah, you're like, we're pa- we're moving. And I was like, cool. <laughs> cool. I, this house is nice. See your next house in six months, or whenever it was um okay let's talk about a recent read we've loved <gasps> okay oh my god <laughs> neely <laughs> how far are you i don't want to talk about it because here's the thing guys i have to start from the beginning so last week or today last week when you're listening to this today as of recording i mentioned on the Peyton current episode that i can't talk about the book i'm reading the book i'm reading is the x-files by jessica joyce um and it doesn't come out for a while like six months yeah. but yeah. um I was given a copy of it and I even told Jessica this at first. I was like, I'm going to read this in one day. And I was like, I can't because for multiple reasons, one, I just can't read a book in one day anymore. And two, uh, I'm like scared to read this book. I don't know if I've ever been like more afraid to finish a book in my life. I love it so much. It is. I don't know what it is about her books, but I'm like in from page one, like, Jessica Joyce's books like I don't need any time I don't need no they don't need to build like I'm you give me one line and I think with this book Rachel and I when we had Jessica on the podcast if you listen to that episode Rachel and Jessica were talking about the prologue for the x-files which is at the end of you with a view which I had not read the prologue and I was like I don't like to do that because then I have to wait for the book and then that night I read it and I was like oh fuck I know I know Anyway, so the X-Files, I don't, I'm not going to give much away. I'm just going to give a little synopsis. Uh, I can't give too much away. I haven't finished it, but. um, And I haven't read it yet. It's about Georgia and Eli who um, are helping plan their mutual best friend Adam's wedding. And they've all been best friends since high school. And um, then Georgia and Eli dated for a period of time. And then they broke up and we don't know why they broke up. But you find that out. This is all in the prologue. Like yeah. this is, this is all in like the first four pages of the book, but yeah, then um, they're coming back together for this wedding. So um, anyway, uh, I read it every, I read a little bit every night and I won't allow myself to read very much time because I'm like afraid yeah. to finish it because I, I know just, it's so I good. messaged Jessica and I was like, this is going to be my reward for finishing editing um like once I'm done because I'm like I don't want to pick it up and read like right now I'm reading things very much like in a choppy manner because I'm like reading and then editing and then reading and then editing um so I don't feel like I'm retaining things super well right now but I told her I was like I have to be in the right headspace for this it's kind of like when I got business casual and BK Borison emailed business casual and I was like I need some time like I needed this to be read at the right time and I waited to the right time and that book just hit 
so well. So I, I'm hoping the same thing happens for X-Files. I will say that the book I'm going to read after the X-Files, I'm doing for the greater good, which is I am going to read The Summer mm-hmm. Will Be Different by Carly Fortune. I am doing this with medium level hope that it will yeah. be better than Meet Me at the Lake because I loved every summer after. I loved, loved, loved it. And Meet Me at the Lake was not good. So um, I am hopeful that the summer will be different. Yeah. will be more like book one. Um, You're hopeful that this book will be different. I'm hopeful that this book will be different. <laughs> um, and now it also isn't fair to Carly for me to follow a Jessica Joyce book with her book. Yeah. But, um, I feel like uh, isn't this summer will be different. Isn't that the name of one of the summer we turn pretty books? I don't know. I didn't read the summer we turn pretty books. I didn't either, but... I have them on my shelf. Are you I'll Googling look. it? Yeah, I'm Googling it. Um, because that's going to bother me. It is. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, the summer I turned pretty. It could be. I feel like it, it fits well. It's the summer I turned pretty. It's not summer without you and we'll always have summer. Oh, so no. But that would be a great title of Sherita Fourth book. It would work. It would work. It'd be a great um, title. Yeah. Okay. okay. I read. Uh, okay. So last week on the podcast, uh, Peyton. We had Peyton Curran on. She recommended some great books. One of the books she recommended was called Off Court Fix. Um, And it's a tennis book by Catherine. Oh, Catherine somebody. Um, Now I've got to look it up because I want to make sure that I. Okay. Catherine Carter. Off Court Fix. I was very worried about this because listen, you and Peyton were like bonding over um, how y'all are just like love the angsty books. Yes. Um, and Peyton writes angsty books. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to read this, but I am nervous. And listen, I did text Peyton like 80% of it and be like, I'm stressed. I'm so stressed right now. Um, but it was phenomenal. It was so good. It is a tennis player. She kind of explained it if you listened last week, but it's a tennis player, a female tennis player, um, and a chair umpire who's 15 years her senior. And they have a run-in and have like a one-night stand. She pretends to be somebody else, but he knows who she is because he's in the field or whatever. Um, He ends up like having to sub in, he doesn't usually do women's tennis. He ends up having to sub in and is subbed in on her, um, on one of her matches. And so that's how they, they, you know, we're supposed to have a one night stand. They end up reconnecting because he has to sub in as the empire on one of her matches. And then it just like snowballs from there. They end up spending a lot of time together because he runs a club in the Hamptons and she goes there to practice for Wimbledon. Um, she's suffered from like a really bad injury and she's got like a, a bunch of content warnings for this. Like her brother was an addict. Her mom was an addict. Um, Crosby, the main male character, which is like a really hot name. Um, He is like used to fix matches. So he like helped with the gambling ring. His mom has Alzheimer's. Like it was like a very heavy book. And then the whole time you're worried that they're going to get caught and it's just going to be like horrible. This sounds like a lot. My anxiety is, is really lot. high today, and we'll get to that in our next segment. But um, so, don't read it when your anxiety is high. But I will have say, you met it me? Was, that's like my resting state. It was phenomenally done, and that's coming from somebody who who is very high anxiety as well, and doesn't like to read anything that's not happy. It does have an HEA, um, and I felt like she handled the end of it well. Um, I felt like it was a realistic uh, ending. So I really liked it. Highly recommend Off-Court Fix. All right. I will add it to my when I'm not anxious list. Okay. There you guys, go. Um, before we get to our main book-centric topic, we're going to talk about some pop culture things. And we'll start with perhaps the lightest, work our way to the heaviest. There you go. Let's talk about Travis and Taylor. Uh Okay, I will say I'm not rooting for Kansas City for any other reason than the content. No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I could care, couldn't care less. 
about I say it wrong Kansas City. I know I had to think about it about the Kansas City Chiefs uh, or truly the NFL in general. You know, I don't really care about the NFL. Um, I but I am just here because I'm like. I just like you can feel she wants her boyfriend to do well. She wants his team to and win. And when he does, she loses her shit. She and loses it, and we love that. So I am here for that content, absolutely. And his little heart when he did his heart hands because that's her thing. Oh, whoa! I know. Did what you see? Happened? I just got hearts on my screen. What just happened on the podcast? <laughs> Okay, that's a new Mac update. Have y'all seen that? Wow. Yeah. I feel like look. I'm on an acid trip right now. <laughs> you know, is it going to do it? just not something I can do. No, is this only on it. your Mac? Do I have to do it closer? Or how we updated look, are you? We look unhinged <laughs> right now. Please don't make that our clip. Um, <laughs> please. I beg of you to not make that our clip. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. All right. But also, I love Jason Kelsey's, like, putting yes. his shirt off. Yeah. Do you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of like a smutty book, like the best friend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I wonder, I wonder too, like, because there's kind of rumors that he might retire after this year. And so if he does, and then he's like at all of uh, Travis's games, like, how fun will that be? Yeah, but like Travis probably will retire fairly soon too. Like he's not young. Like he's been no. in the NFL. I mean, he had an e dating reality show like over ten years ago. I remember Kelsey. you saying that. Yeah, I remember you catching saying that, Kelsey. and I'm like Google a little for bit me shook about it. When catching Kelsey is on, I want to say it was like 2014, 2015. But like, okay, well, Travis Google. Kelsey is 34 years old, so he's not catching old by like. Kelsey normal standards this was in 2016 okay so I was 2016 close. you were close yeah one season of catching kelsey listen I only he know, did well you know for what himself. that makes sense i think i watched it when i was pregnant with liam so that tracks yeah. um yeah i didn't know who he yeah. was and he seemed like a major douche canoe but i'm here for it now so yeah well people change his i want to listen to his podcast because those video clips I do all target me I they target me and I'm like, uh, they are so cute. The cutest. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I love okay. Jason Kelsey's wife. Okay, next. I'm gonna. Look, I'm looking at this. I'm going to go uh, Children at Sephora next. Have okay, y'all seen at these Children at Sephora videos on TikTok? No, I did not know what you were talking about when you put this. Okay, so like, if back, I've talked about how I watched all the Christmas hauls on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a big thing were these like tweens and early teenagers and like the shit they got from sephora that's like more yeah. expensive than the stuff i buy at sephora okay. and okay but now there are all these people doing these like i've been personally victimized by children at sephora and it's like videos of kids in sephora and how they like mess up the displays and how they go up to the employees <gasps> and they're like i want drunk elephant and they're like screaming in their faces and stuff and i'm just like excuse me i'm like here's the thing when i was 10 i was playing with barbies yeah and I had like lip I did smackers. Not, yeah, I did not. Like, even even my girls that like like my youngest is a girly girl and has been that way since birth. And I tell you that we did nothing different with her, but it is what it is. Um, and she loves like to do like a little bit of lip gloss or whatever. But she just does her little like lip smackers, and then she'll be like, "Oh, like Charlotte look at her." Plays how- with like her fake makeup, and she'll yeah. take my makeup brushes. Yeah, or like clean and put them on her face, and like for her belly recitals, a little blush. Up a yes, little for sure. Yeah, clear and they'll come in. On. They they want to do like um, they might do like salon with me and like paint. They always think it's funny because they're like, we're gonna do your eyebrows green and your lips purple, and I'm like, okay, but it's all pretend. I don't want to um, go to that salon. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Listen, um, but I, I just. I have a hard time. I would let kids be kids. Let kids be kids. Ha- mm-hmm. Like, let them play with mommy's stuff. Like, let it be a fun thing that y'all bond over. But, like, at the end of the day, I, I have seen something about recently about somebody who was, like, 12 or something. Maybe you told me about this. Buying uh, or advertising uh, anti-wrinkle cream on mm-hmm. TikTok. No, that was me. It's all of them. They all, they're wearing, yeah. like, retinol and stuff. I'm like, you have baby yeah. skin. Baby skin. Anyway, that's all I have to say about children at Sephora. Our next pressing matter is we have to talk about what happened with the Barbie movie. I 
Did you you saw the Barbie movie, right? Yes. I okay. am like really mad about this. Did you see Ryan Gosling's statement that he put out? I did. I okay. did. So you have um, read his statement. So here's here's I will say the memes were too good when it's like this Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig not getting nominated and Ken getting nominated is exactly what the Barbie movie is about. Is 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 the whole point. That's I will the say whole point. I knew like not that I know Ryan Gosling personally, I wish, but I knew he would come out and <laughs> what? say something. I knew he would say something. It's yes. like he's not yeah. gonna not because he's probably like, this makes no sense. He's like, Ken is nothing without Barbie. And I'm like, we love a man. We love a a well-adjusted king. Um Exactly. But the fact that like Greta Gerwig has slipped it was the highest grossing film by a female director ever it was the highest grossing film of the year mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig has been nominated before yeah she's brilliant mm-hmm. Margot Robbie I mean that movie America Ferrer was great in that movie Ryan Gosling yes. was excellent in that movie everybody was yeah. great in that movie but yeah. she was that movie right you can't right. nominate Barbie and not nominate Barbie Barbie yeah it just makes me like it. It goes to show, like, this is and why I, think I don't it, like this award is, shows anymore. By the way, I used well, to and love this is them, really this relevant is to this is really relevant to like ro- the romance genre too, like where it's like looked down upon as like not being a valid genre of reading. And I feel like that's kind of like very similar with the Barbie movie. Of okay, this is a, a movie that was by women for women, um, mm-hmm. and because of but that, that's not like it's. The men. It's not being recognized. And it's just like, y'all are going to laugh at me. And like, we talk about this all the time in my house because I'm like, listen, I've got two young girls. We talk about the patriarchy. And I'm like, this is. And so anytime that something goes wrong, I'm like, uh, what? Why is this going wrong? And they're like, the patriarchy. And I'm like, yes, because the, this is an example. And we can joke about it all day long and we can make memes about it all day long. But like, Listen, this is ridiculous. But a lot of these things, too, with the Academy have been happening for years. And not yes. just to women, but this is not new. to people of color. To, yes. It's, it is a system, like all systems, that yeah. favor white men. And, yeah. like, Sterling K. Brown, who I love and I'm obsessed with, yes. got nominated for an Oscar, which I'm thrilled about. I love him so much. I think he is just seriously the best. And he was like, oh, this is the first time two black men have been nominated in the supporting actor category together. And I'm like, it's fucking 2024. It's insane. Women don't win. Like, we just, in in our lifetime, and I am 39 years old, in our lifetime, we've seen Halle Berry become the first black woman to win Best Actress, which was, I don't know, not 20 years ago. I was was like a senior in high school, maybe 21 years ago. Um, maybe like what three black women have won total? If if three, if it that, might not even yeah. be three, it might just be. Like, yeah, I I don't want him to speak. So, and but, it just is crazy because you would think, and I feel like especially women like don't the arts director, like it's just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Well, the arts tend to be more of a liberal. I feel like you you think of the arts as more of like a liberal place, and so you would think that it would be more with the time like more with it on making sure that the nominations and and what's in, produced in the nearly looks 100, like in the nearly 100 years since the oscars have existed only three women have won for best directing that's three insanity three women have won best yeah. three yeah which like come on the first come one on. was in 2010 come on like that ain't right. All right. You keep talking because I want to look up the uh, Halle Berry thing. Keep talking about that. I'm like, mm. I'm like snapping at Rachel while she's <laughs> drinking wine. As I'm drinking my wine. I don't know. I'm just mad. I feel like it just, it makes me angry. And if I'm angry, then. Only 10 black women have won an Oscar. Period. Not just. In any ever. category. Jennifer Hudson, Best Supporting Actress. Monique, Best Supporting Actress. Octavia Spencer, Best Supporting Actress. Lupita Nyong'o, Best Supporting Actress. Uh, and then it cut off. Um, oh, bummer. But yes, Halle Berry was the first Black woman to win Best Actress. 
Uh, what year was that? I think it was 2002. 2002. Yep. Oh, look at the you. The year I graduated high school. Yeah. 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 Ugh, so it's crazy. That was 21 years ago. That's just yeah. where we're at. So the fact That's that it. that Margot Robbie wasn't nominated, which like I can almost like that upset me and it's upsetting. Greta Gerwig not getting nominated makes no sense yeah. to me. Like No, 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 because she's genius. And I it's interesting because I feel like every year people are like, this person got snubbed. But this is the first one in a while where I think people are like Wait a oh. second. Yeah. I, as of recording, the Oscar nominations just came out today. So this is a new this is new. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like when you have like a whole like cultural phenomenon like Barbie was, uh it's it. I don't know. It should be. It is shocking. It is su- very surprising. How we will. I will say it is quite the trajectory we've gone on. From well, where, how it, it started to how it's going. Because so many things have changed since so we like, started reading. I personally remember there was a bookstore by our house called Bookstop. Um, and oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny yep. because Charlotte or my kids have Berenstain Bear books that were mine. And we've talked about how problematic they are, but we still have them. <laughs> They're so problematic. But one of them has like a bookstop um, label. It's the oh ones my gosh. That are mine. And it was $1.95. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Inflation has hit the Berenstain Bears. Yeah, mark. yeah, um, it has. But <laughs> we also have a ton of Berenstain Bears books and I do not like them. <laughs> I don't like them. Some of them are okay to read. Like the bullying I'm one. Sure. Like there are some that are fine, but it's the... Sure. Once about food and body image that really yeah. <laughs> hit different. Yeah. Like, but yep. I can remember at that point, like how I would quote unquote discover new books is like you would literally just go into the bookstore and you would yeah. walk around and yeah. you would look at books or you'd go to the library. One of the two. Yes. Like you would. Yeah. Like that's how you discovered them. You would be like, okay, like. Yeah. What's up? Um, Which was so fun when I was a librarian. I loved, um, I was really, really big on displaying books. So like literally on every open surface in the library, there was always books on display mm-hmm. um, because I, that's such a like huge way. I mean, yes, you'll be able to find books if you know what you're looking for. You'll be able to, you'll be able to find the books on the shelf. But I feel like displaying and bookstores do a great job of this too. Um putting books out on display even now is how a lot of kids and adults discover new books. So I definitely did a lot of just like wandering around and browsing. Um, and just, I mean, listen, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but judging a book by its cover and you have to, I mean, you don't have to, but I almost put this on like those exact words on there, but I didn't, but yeah, like, I mean, I won't lie. I still judge books by their cover. We've well, talked you about can, this before. You are lying if you say you don't. Because that's why I won't read Haunting Adeline. Well, now I know what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, I now really know. won't read it. Um, if yeah. you listened to... The, was that on the episode or was that off? I don't know if we talked about that on air or not. Okay, well, either way, we either did or we didn't. But Peyton gave, basically gave us a synopsis of Haunting Adeline. And I was like, yep, nope, definitely not reading yeah. that. Um, yeah. But um, I can remember even like still in the bookstore kind of era, like through high school, probably when I started reading more romance, like going to Borders or Barnes and Noble and like going to like the fiction section. But like mm-hmm. you could tell the books that were like very much more for women. And it's still like this, but they were like the more colorful ones. Oh so yeah. Just my eyes would just be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I haven't read that. Or you, you would like stand there and you would like read a few pages of it and you would yeah. like, walk around with like a stack of books and you'd be like, what am I going to get? Like there's so many times where I'm looking, you know, like scrolling, um, Goodreads or what, or Instagram or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, that cover's cute. What's that book about? Um, like I still really want to read, uh, I felt, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but I still really want to read night shift by, uh, Annie crown. Cause it's like this cute pink cover with like these cute little, this cute little cartoon couple on the front. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, that's cute. And I, I don't know. I'm guessing it's good. I don't know. Um, but, but like the books that I feel like I was drawn to, back in the browsing bookstore days are still the book kinds of books. Like I don't really feel like my type has changed. No, I would agree with that. I'm, uh, I'm a sucker for like a bright cover. Even when, even like with kids books, 
when I'm like w- walking in the store with oh, the girls. Oh, I did put I'm like, literally judging fun. books by their cover on our outline. Okay. Yes, literally judging books by their cover. Um, so like, I can remember get really getting into Emily Giffen books and like going and seeing them all. And it was like the really pastel, pretty yeah. covers of something yeah. broad and something blue. And then I read all of her books like up until that point, which I think was her first four books. And then I would like go back to Barnes and Noble and I'd be like, I want more like this. And I discovered like yes. Jennifer Weiner books. And it was yeah. like a very like distinct women's fiction books. Like yes. pre lots of romance. I mean, like there's romance, yeah. but not like there yeah. is now. But not and, like, like yeah. and definitely pre-smutty books for me. Yeah. They were right. out there. I just they were there. Them. Yeah. But they were yeah. like the like Fabio on the cover books. And that's not really Yes, right. the clinch covers. But it's funny yeah. because if we're talking about judging books by their cover, like I would have never bought Twilight. Like those covers, like I would never buy that because it's just like without having been told to read it um, because it's like a black book with like what an apple or something. What's on it? Yeah. Like that's why I loved it because I was like, oh, this is like a fantasy book, which was my genre. So you were like, we know how I I know there. Um, I know. Can we talk about though? Like you just kind of said this, and it made me think of it. Like, can we talk about the librarians and the booksellers of the world who are really doing the work and recommending books in yes. person? I love it. I love that we have that happening. I wish we had more of that. Well, I guess that's Bookstagram. It's like I wish we well, had more of that. So that leads us to how we discover books now. And yeah, I'm not. I will say like one thing I did kind of in between the social media of bookstagram and TikTok and judging books by their cover in bookstores is like the Amazon suggestions. So it's like you click on something and Amazon's like, you might like this. And that's literally like, if there was a book I loved, I would like type it into Amazon and I'm like, it's like, you might like this. Like Andrew showed me this app one night and it's not for books. It's for like movies and TV shows, but like, I don't even know if it exists anymore. This is a long time ago, but you'd like put a movie in that you like, and it would give you suggestions Oh, on nice. other movies and so like that's how yeah. Andrew and I would like try to find new movies to watch yeah, yeah. and Amazon's kind of like that for books because like if you yeah. click on like an Emily Giffen book it's probably going to give you like Jasmine Guillory and Tessa Bailey do you remember when Amazon was literally just books yes because when it even switched over to like music and DVDs and stuff if my dad saw Amazon on the credit card he just assumed I was buying books and he was like okay that's fine but I was also That's buying, hilarious. like, Seasons of Friends and, yeah. like, the OC soundtrack. And well, I remember because my mom used to um, be – she was, like, the one who would buy the books for the book club. So she would buy, like, you know, 10 copies of a book from Amazon, and then everybody would pay her back for the book. And so we used to get these Amazon packages, and it was just, like – 10 copies of whatever book they were reading for book club. And it, and she, I just remember her explaining it to me like, oh, so Amazon says where you, it's kind of like going to the bookstore, but you can just buy a bunch of copies of books on Amazon. And I was like, that's cool. Like, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want Amazon. Tell me about this. <laughs> yeah. you, Jeff Bezos. I know. Really. We should have bought in then. We were, we were early, uh, early users of the Amazon. I, mean, I started using Amazon in like 2000. Two two thousand three. Like yeah, I mean, I've been yeah. an Amazon user for twenty years. For sure, wild. Okay, really quick before we get off and move on to what we do now. Um, did you ever go to? We've talked on the pod about midnight re- midnight movie premieres, but did you ever yes. go to midnight book yes. releases of Harry Potter? Wh- of Harry Potter, yeah. So did I. Um, yeah. I went. I can tell you. I think it was like probably the fifth through seventh Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I didn't start reading Harry Potter. I think there were four out the first time I read a Harry okay. Potter book. And it had to have been around the time the first movie came out, I would think. Maybe, yeah. Um, or maybe right before, like when I knew the movie was coming yeah. out. Um, That's another way where I found books was if a movie was coming out and it was like it's based on mm-hmm. a book, then I'd be like, oh, I'll read that. Do you know what I hate, though? Like what I really hate is when they change a book cover to the movie poster. Oh, like I you don't like that. I, I hate it. I, I yeah, really, I don't like I, that either. I think I hate it. I feel like it take it like cheapens it for a it does. And I don't it, it commercializes. And I I don't know unpopular opinion maybe, but like 
And I am always so happy for authors when their books get adapted, if that's what they want. Like if that is their goal, like, I think that's great. I want everyone to have all the success. Yeah. But to me, it's like, well, like it feels, I mean, I'm not an author, but like, if it was you in your book, wouldn't you feel like that kind of took away something? Yeah. I'm like, especially because I feel like I'm, you know, in, in the weeds of doing cover design right now. And I feel like you pour a lot of yourself into what your cover looks like. I mean, I don't know how like trad publishing goes. I'm, I'm sure you don't get as much say in that, but I, I'm like, Oh, I like I, I'm going to, I want to like my cover and I'm going to be, I would be sad. I've said, I'm going to be sad when they make mine a movie. Um, cause we're going to dream big here. Uh, but no, I don't, don't I, I, I agree with you. People. I know. Um, I do think it cheapens it. So it does make it look. Yeah. I remember when people started bookstagram accounts and I was like, that's weird. Like that's, that's, <laughs> Weird, right? Like it's weird. weird. Yeah. It's weird that you just have an Instagram for books. Um, obviously my mind has changed. Uh, it changed pretty quickly. But it's funny because I feel like for me, I use TikTok more to discover new books. Mm, yeah. But you since do. the inception of the podcast, I feel like mm-hmm. I use the podcast mostly to discover new books because I yeah, feel like that's true. One, either authors will find us and follow us yeah. and then we will like start noticing their stuff. Other yeah. people that we follow will share, like authors that we love. Yeah. Share. So I feel like it's like, yes, I use Bookstagram. Yes, I use TikTok. But I feel like the podcast in our podcast community is probably how I discover books the most. Like, for example, yeah. I would not have known about Jessica Joyce if we hadn't read or hadn't interviewed Katie from Beach Reads and Bubbly. Yes. And after yes. she talked about books, that was just like randomly the one I was like, well, yeah. I'm going to read this one first. Yeah. Um, I mean, same with how I just read Off Court Fix from Peyton. Like that is definitely how I discover books. That and book, I, I definitely use Bookstagram more than Book Talk. I just don't remember. Like I don't get onto. I mean, I guess much. I do too because of the podcast. So it's like I don't yeah. use like my Bookstagram or even my personal account. But like when I'm on the podcast account or like when we ask people like, what are you reading this weekend? Or when people mention yeah. stuff, like whenever people we do the, what are you reading this weekend? I add so many books to my TBR. Yeah. I'm like, what is sure. this? Or it's like, yeah. you know, but I also feel like NetGalley is huge for me because yeah, I will discover new authors that way. And mm-hmm. new to me. Cause like, I feel like yeah. that's how I discovered Rebecca Searle originally is I had, because that's another way I judge book by their covers is I scroll in that yeah. alley and I'm like, yeah, that oh, looks yeah. like my vibe. I'm like, yep. Oh, I'm like, question. That, that checks out. Do you use the romance toggle on NetGalley? Like, which? I do, yeah. Romance is mine, too. I was just curious. Mine are romance and women's fiction, but I toggle to romance more. And yeah, I always I'm, go to, where do you romance. go from that to browse? Do you go to most requested? No, I go, usually I'll check what's on read now. Because oh. I know I'm going to get denied for everything. So I <laughs> so I'll see only that then. go to most requested. And oh, I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, that checks out. Um, yeah. I go to most requested. You're request- like, if this is requested, then I want to have it. Yeah, you've met me. You, yeah. You know how my yeah. brain is. Um, shout yeah. out to Berkeley for never uh, it's approving. Never approving. Bet, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. By the way, I think that's my favorite thing I've ever posted on our books, our Instagram account, because I mean, y'all really came through and supported me in that comment because (laughs) y'all feel it too. Um, Everybody felt it. Everybody felt it. I don't know if we all have to bang at Berkeley, but Berkeley, if you're listening, which you're not, um, we would (laughs) love to be on your list. We, um, Mm. we are both people. We are. We are. But yeah, like NetGalley to me is a huge way that I discover authors that I don't think I would have read before. Mm -hmm. And I know just from talking to authors that we've interviewed, NetGalley is huge for them for like pre-sale, which like I didn't realize that like the more their books are requested on NetGalley, the better it looks to publishers. Oh, that makes sense though. Yeah. Jessica was telling me that, that like, like having your book like one of those like top requested books is like, I mean, and that makes sense up there. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Uh, cause yeah, you, it means that people want to read it. Sorry. I had Not to chug good. water because I am dehydrated from the fact that we have heat <laughs> on in our house. Oh, random non-related question, but I'm going to forget to ask you, do you have humidifiers in your house? No, we don't. Oh, we just bought four. Why? What's the point? Because we're so dehydrated. Um, mm. 
your humidity in your house is supposed to be at like 47%. And ours oh. is at like 20 because of the heat being on. Because of the heat. The cold. Yeah. And yeah. we're all just really struggling with like dehydration and like our skin being really dry i do feel like maybe this is a northern thing like because they have to use their um their heat more than we do so maybe people in the north use humidifiers let us know dm us let us know yeah Um, yeah do you use a humidifier any last thoughts on discovering new books i just think that it's interesting how things have changed but not changed like mm-hmm. like the platforms are different but the way that our brains work and the way that yeah. individual people discover new books kind of stays yeah. the same you're just yeah. the way we're the still place, wanting to know like recommendations of friends or yeah like you still want to to know like that somebody read else has read it forever by judy bloom in seventh grade somebody brought it to school and we all passed it around and that's yeah. like this is, you know yeah. Um, speaking of smut, that was the first. I, you know what? It's funny. We've talked about the first smut. It was forever by Judy. Bloom. It was forever. Um, it was yeah. the scene where that's how I learned what a hand job is. So yeah. yeah. Thanks well, Judy Bloom for teaching thanks. everyone all the things. <laughs> all the things. Um, I'm sure all of my future boyfriends were grateful. <laughs> Kidding. So grateful. <laughs> Made me sound like <laughs> such a hoe. <laughs> That'll be this week's clip. <laughs> yeah. No, this week's title is That Made Me Sound Like Such a Ho. Wow, that is blessings. It's fine. I never read that book. Sometimes we figure out our titles on air. Um, Yeah, sometimes we do. Anyways, Rachel. All right, should we do our review of the week? Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Do the review. All right. Our review of the week, it says, listening to these ladies is like having brunch with my friends. It's always a great time, and I'm so glad I found the community they built. Keep on keeping on, ladies. Can't wait to see what you come up with for 2024, which is like the nicest Apple review. You guys from are so nice to us. Y'all are so nice. Okay, but this person who commented this, obviously just let Apple pick their username because it's FVKRXJ. <laughs> so if that's you... DM us on Instagram. We will send you a little happy mail. Yes. And um, now we can whore ourselves out. Guys, please come rate and review us. We're so tantalizingly close to 100 reviews on Apple. And I like a round good number. Um, You can also find us on threads, TikTok, and Instagram at Mm Smutch Podcast. You can find us on Patreon where we put out at least one thing a week. And yep. you can find our Facebook group where, uh, you know, sometimes we post. So yeah. we would love to have you in all of those places. And you can find me everywhere at Neelykins, except TikTok, where I'm Neely Moldman. I will say we are very consistent in our inconsistency. We sometimes are the we place post places. We are, we are the most consistent on Instagram. Oh, for sure. For sure. We're there all day, um, every day. All all the time. All right. You can find me everywhere at Rachel underscore M Lewis. And thank you guys so much uh, for listening. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.